Welcome to the No Gray Areas podcast. You're tuning in to a segment called Chats with Pat. In these sessions, Pat will answer questions submitted by you while elaborating on previous conversations with our podcast guests. Let's dive in. Justice is a word that's thrown around a lot today. If you've been watching the news at all in the last few years, you know that this word justice has been analyzed, dissected, debated, critiqued. But I would suggest to you, it's a word that we must, must, must understand. Why would I say that? Because I would also suggest to you that you and I do not have an option on whether we fight for justice. So I want to share with you 10 things we must know about justice. Before I jump into that, though, let me uh, suggest that you go back and watch our No Gray Areas podcast with Christy DeCoufel. Christy has fought perhaps one of the most uh, heinous injustices that humans have ever come up with. And during that podcast, we began to talk about this idea of justice. And it made me think again of why justice is so important. So why do I say that you and I don't have an option for justice to fight against injustices? Well, it goes back to something that was written 2,700 years years ago by a guy named Micah. He wrote a little tiny book. It's only a couple of chapters long, and he's actually writing it to religious people. And he's telling these religious people that he actually sees that they're doing a lot of good religious practices. They were tithing, they were fasting, they were going to the temple. But he says, you've missed the more important thing. One of my favorite verses in the entire Bible, I mean it, Micah chapter six, verse eight. He says, he, meaning God, has showed you what God requires, not recommends, not requests, what God requires of you. And then he lists three things, to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. If you claim to be a follower of God or a follower of Jesus, justice isn't an option. He has shown you what God requires to do justice. So it begs the question, what is justice? Well, let me share with you three definitions of justice. First of all, justice is to see things through the eyes of God. Let me explain. Right now, today, thousands of children will die of malnutrition on our planet. And yet we have enough food to feed 2,700 plus calories to every human on this planet. That means we have an overabundance of food. And yet every single day, thousands of children will die of malnutrition. When we see that through the eyes of God, we cannot help but say, this is not just. Justice is to see things through the eyes of God. Justice is to care about what Jesus cared about. Go back and read the, the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the part of the New Testament that talks about Jesus here on earth. And you will see what he spoke against, what he spoke for, what he stood for, what he stood against. We're, we're, we're justice and injustices. But it begs the question, okay, but what is that? It What is that? Well, my third definition of justice is shalom. It's an old Hebrew word. If you were to go to Jerusalem or Israel today, you would hear a common greeting amongst the Jewish people, Hebrew word, shalom, shalom. It simply means peace. But, but the peace it's talking about is much deeper than simply the absence of conflict, the way you and I often see peace. You see, the Old Testament prophets, when they were prophesying about the coming Messiah, they would write and say, the Messiah is going to usher in shalom, peace, not just the absence of conflict. The prophets speak about the future coming of Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a person of faith, you know that we're longing, looking forward, expecting for Jesus to come back. Why? Because he's going to usher in shalom, not just the absence of peace. See, the, the prophets would say that shalom is where the lion lays down with the lamb. It's how things ought to be or should be. It's where the child plays at the cobra's nest. It's how things ought to be or should be. There's no more death. There's no more destruction. There's no more rape. There's no more war. There's no more pillaging. There's no more anger. There's no more bitterness. There's no more addictions. They're all gone. That's shalom. It's how things ought to be 
or how they will be someday. So with those thoughts in mind, that justice is not an option for us, and understanding what justice is, it's to see things through the eyes of God, it's to care about what Jesus cares about, it's, it's to fight, wrestle, bleed, struggle, pray for shalom, for how things ought to be or how they will be. What do we need to know about justice? Let me share with you 10 things that we must know about justice. Truth is not relative. When it comes to justice, truth is not relative. Facts do not care how you and I feel. Listen closely. Truth is truth whether you and I believe it or not. Whoa. Truth is truth whether you and I believe it or not. Justice is justice whether you believe it or not. Number two, you have no choice. If you call yourself a follower of God or a follower of Jesus, Micah 6.8 showed us very clearly, you have no choice. Number three, when it comes to injustices like racism, racism doesn't make any sense from a biblical worldview. Racism is something that, that, that we've been talking a lot about in recent years and decades, and we look back at the ugly part of our, our nation's history, and, and when we think and, and we see it in history and we see it around the world, racism has always been here. It's always been in our world, but it makes no sense from a biblical standpoint because there's only one race, human race creating the image of God. Therefore, every human you and I lay our eyes on, regardless of color, gender, or what uniform they're wearing, is valuable and has dignity simply because they're created in the image of God. Number four, when it comes to justice, God's plan is you. I don't know why God planned it this way because we sure screwed up a lot, but God's plan for fighting injustices is you and me. Number five, listen and learn. When it comes to injustices, your experiences are different than other people's experiences. And we have to get better at listening to understand than listening to be understood. Listen to that again. We have to get better at listening to understand than listening to be understood. Number six, injustices are complex issues. There are no simple answers. Most injustices are incredibly complex. I define them like like, uh, onions. There's layer after layer after layer. They're not easy. There are no simple answers when it comes to the injustices in our world. Number seven, you should feel some discomfort. If you aren't uncomfortable, you probably aren't dealing with the depths of an injustice. If you're not uncomfortable with the injustices that we see in this world, you probably are not dealing with the depths of those injustices and how you and I may be implicitly connected to those. Number eight, it's not either or, but and. Oh, this is a good one. Listen to this one. God has always loved all people and there's a special place in his heart for the marginalized. He loves all people, and there's a special place in his heart for the marginalized. Number nine, it takes humility. You may have some answers to the problem. I may have some answers to the problem, but I can promise you that we don't have all the answers to the problem. Fighting injustices will take humility. Number 10, it will feel overwhelming. It's true that you can't do everything, but you can do something. Thank you for tuning in to this session of Chats with Pat. Want to submit your questions? Connect with us on our social media platforms. Links are listed in the show notes. Also, 
Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiring and motivating content. Thanks for listening.